times when this place gets kind of empty The sound of their breath fades with the light I think about the loveless fascination Under the Milky Way tonight Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to Freedom Speak. I am your host, Becca Marine, and you're listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. I want to mention my website, freedomspeakwithbeccamarie.com. From that website, you can listen to replays of all my previous shows. And also, I upload useful resources, like um, one thing I upload is a freedom-friendly business list. If you want to give your money to freedom-friendly businesses around town, that list is a really good resource. Uh, People that do all sorts of things. As a matter of fact, I've got a new advertiser coming on this week that actually is on that list, and uh, we're going to be recording her commercial today, so you're going to want to listen to that new one. Anyway, I'm on with my good friend, Corrine Rios, and we're having this fantastic conversation. The first hour totally didn't go the way I expected <laughs> it to, but it turned out it was really, really good. And actually, it completely is in line with what I've been talking about, about asking questions. And gossip actually goes right along with that because essentially the mainstream news has become a gossip column. That's all it is. Mm. They gossip. And people believe they take the gossip as being factual and it's not necessarily the mm-hmm. truth. They often will lie through omission. They'll they'll give you part of a story and then, you know, that's lying through omission when you give part of the story and you kind of mislead somebody. Anyway, mm-hmm. I one thing I wanted to talk about, I found this interesting article. You know how especially Republicans, when they come out and they become a notable figure where they're out there and they're making a difference, the first thing that always happens is that out they trot the sexual abuse allegations. Mm -hmm. Happens every single time. They did it to Kavanaugh and darn near destroyed his entire family. They had the poor guy in tears. I mean, and I even, I even heard the left making fun of him because it's like, well, look what you're doing to the guy. It shows the guy has a heart and he has feelings. What is wrong with that? Yeah. You know? So anyway, I saw now they're attacking Elon Musk. Mm. You know, remember how Donald Trump, he was like, a great guy and the left loved him when he was doing the the show The Apprentice and it was popular and everything and he wasn't really involved in politics and he was he, everybody loved him but as soon as he came out and decided to run as a Republican, Republican. suddenly he's public enemy number one and we saw how far that went I mean we are seeing that the fraudsters that were making up stories about him hopefully these people are going to be held accountable and all of this stuff is going through the court right now I would hope that there is some justice. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Anyway, so Elon Musk, this article here, it was on Fox Business, says Elon Musk faces sexual assault claim from SpaceX flight attendant, says he exposed himself during massage. Hmm. Now, I don't know. I don't don't know. know. I don't know if it's true or not. I really don't. Does she Um, have, is there a quote from that lady in there? Does it give her name? No, no, it doesn't. No, 
doesn't give her name. Uh, I don't see her name in here at uh. all. Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look real quick. But I didn't. I read the thing this morning. I didn't see a name in here. Um, don't you love that? You know, when, when nobody yeah. wants to post a name or... Yeah. Yeah. If you're uh, going to make the uh, accusation, then, yeah. then why not say who you are? I don't know. But anyway, so... Apparently, this was a flight attendant on one of his planes. I'm sure he's probably got more than one private jet. Um, probably. When you're a multi-cazillionaire, uh -huh. you can do that. But apparently, uh, he had, th this thing is saying that they had offered to send her to masseuse school. That's like, well, okay, well, hmm. Elon, he lives a stressful life. Maybe he needs a massage pretty often, and he'd like to have somebody on his staff that can take care of I that I guess that's him. what you can do when, you, when hey. you've earned some money there, huh? Heck, heck I'd do it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I would get a cook or a maid. Because that's yeah. what I need. <laughs> oh, I would too. I would too. I can't it's even like, keep up with the housework. <laughs> think about this. If you're like the, a multi-billionaire and you have this huge house, do yep. you think you're going to want to clean that huge house? I mean, you'd be spending your entire life cleaning, cleaning the that house. Cleaning that huge house, right. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, your your staff grows the more stuff you have. I mean, it takes more people to help you maintain it. And that's actually good for good for, uh, good for for the economy. It's like capitalism at yeah. work. You know, the more and, stuff you have, the more people you got to hire. And look at the, look at the Bible. Job. We were, uh, our home church was di di uh, diving into Job and, and he was a wealthy man and he had a lot of uh, livestock and he needed a lot of people to help him. Sure. So the more responsibility... I think He was a job creator. There you go. See? And it's okay to hire people to, to, to give you a massage or clean your house. <laughs> That's right. So, hey, I, I, I never thought about it like that. I, I, I know. I know. It's like, I, I like how they demonize these people that have these big yachts and things yes. like that. It's like, okay, now think about this. Okay. If that person had not wanted to buy that big yacht, you know, that multi-billionaire, yes. didn't want to buy that big yacht, think about all the people that wouldn't have had a job. Look at the number of people it took to build yes. that huge yacht. I mean, have you seen one of those yachts? I mean, they're amazing. Yeah. It's like it must take months and months and months, maybe longer to build one. And it takes hundreds of people, I would imagine. So not only you got the people building it, you got the people that are involved in, in processing the raw materials. Right. You've got the people that, are in, that were involved in selling him the yacht. Yeah. And, so, and I think I think we we don't understand as human people, or we seem to forget that. Um, let me just give an example. I own property, okay, and um, I really employ people. I, I'm an employ uh, employer because I, I have to get people to fix this, fix that, you know. Um, and it's not on a huge, gigantic scale, but we can, uh, you know, do something relative. People get mad at me because I have houses, and I look at them and I said, you know what? I remember one time in 2009, three rental properties were not paying their rent. So don't think for one second, just because somebody has a lot of uh, things and a lot of money, that they didn't suffer along the way. Uh, those are the risk takers, mm -hmm. and those are the people who are going out and doing things differently, not relying on government to get stuff done. Yeah. But we don't know that story. I don't know Elon's story on how he got to be where he got. I have no clue because yeah. I haven't figured it out and learned out the truth. Mm -hmm. But to sit here and bash him over having a yacht, but we never bash Hollywood people, do we now? No, no. 
And we, see, the point I'm making is anytime somebody becomes in the public spotlight, mm -hmm, absolutely. Like they, bec they become under attack, and just coincidentally, every single time, they're always trotting out these sexual abuse allegations, yep. every single time. So I don't know. I mean, was was he a great guy uh, before all of this? And nope, everybody seemed to like him. I mean, I, right. I always considered uh, before all of this that he was maybe kind of a liberal. I mean, he was he was... I, I honestly didn't. I honestly didn't, I didn't even know, know anything about him. <laughs> I didn't know, and everybody seemed yeah. to like him. Thought he was great, and but now that he's trying to bring free speech to Twitter, yep. he's public enemy number one. Absolutely, and so they're going to drag out the personal stuff, and people are going to come out of the woodwork so they can cash in on it. I think that's just what happens. Oh yeah. Not to mention when you have a lot of money, you become a target. And everybody Absolutely. Just, just assumes, oh, well, we're going to bring accusations against you and you'll pay us off to shut us up. And sometimes, unfortunately, that, that's what these people do yeah. because I don't have time for this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, hey, if we can give them uh, $250,000 and, and they'll be happy and they'll go away, it's like yeah. it's nothing to me, that's fine. Okay. But personally, I am... Personally, I think these people make it worse for those, themselves when they do this. I don't think you should pay these people off. I don't either. I, I personally would say, if you're a million, you're a billionaire now. And nowadays, a millionaire isn't anything. Yeah. Um, but if you're a billionaire and people are bringing these frivolous lawsuits against you, I think personally, what you should do is you should have a reputation of saying, "No, I will not pay these frivolous lawsuits. I will have a team of lawyers go against mm -hmm. you, and I will prove that it is false. And I don't care if it." cost me more than, than the amount it would cost me to pay you off. Yeah. I am going to prove that I am not guilty of yeah. this. But unfortunately, a lot of these uh, rich people, they just would rather or, just pay it off and make it go away. Or even companies. Yeah. You know, because there too. are a lot of people who are in the business to sue companies over ridiculous claims. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the companies, instead of dealing with it, they'll just, okay, because the, to them, it's the, the more you have to fight something, the more it's going to cost the company. And so that's from a company perspective. That's why companies do it. And that's why uh, things are driven up sky high because you have these frivolous lawsuits and they rather just pay them off instead of get into more debt because it also ultimately, as far as company goes, not Elon Musk. It transfers to us. We are the ones mm -hmm. that are having to pay for, for the doctor's malpract malpractice lawsuits or, or companies' lawsuits. And it, it's ultimately us, the ta people who pay, mm -hmm. who are paying for those things. Well, just like in the case, remember Trump, he had that, uh, who was the who was the stripper that he paid off, apparently. Yeah, I don't uh, even remember. I don't remember her name now. But anyway, so paid her off. And then in exchange for paying her off, they had her sign an NDA. Yes. Okay, okay, you've been paid hundreds of thousands of dollars yep. and you signed an NDA, so therefore it should be, it should be over, non-disclosure agreement, mm -hmm. okay? So maybe the lawsuit was, uh, was well-founded, maybe it wasn't, who knows? But needless to say, you signed an NDA and so therefore you should abide by that. But anyway, so apparently on this, Elon Musk uh, paid... $250,000 as part of a severance agreement for a flight attendant. And the same like, one? Uh, yes, oh. yes. That's the same one. Oh, okay. This is where this accusation is coming from. Now, if I can get quarter million dollars for being set, uh, from being terminated from a flight attendant job, I'm going to go out tomorrow and I'm going to get a flight attendant job. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> That's I'm in the wrong business, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm no. making pennies right now. No, <laughs> and I haven't made nothing for 25 years. I know, I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> so anyway, so that's what it is. But you don't know if, you don't know if any of that's true. And like we've been saying, is this is what this article says. And so now, okay, now it's time to do for you to do your own research and for you to find out whether yeah. it's true or not. Don't assume it's true just because it's right here. So this settlement happened a long time ago. Twenty eighteen. Okay, so not too long ago, yeah. but it was settled. It was done. Yeah, it was settled. And so now somebody's bringing it up. And I'm sure there was an NDA involved. Yeah, and it wasn't the girl bringing it up. It's um, just the. Well, I, it, I think it maybe is. The girls bringing this to light. What happened? Yeah, yeah, supposedly, yeah. Oh, does she want more money or something? I. Uh, who knows? Who knows? That's a good it's question. Probably, well, they're saying that it's probably political and probably is. Well, probably. probably is. And somebody Some probably paid her off. Somebody, said, hey, yeah, we yeah, know how right. that goes. Right. Some left-wing organization said, hey, if you'll help us destroy Elon Musk, yep. uh, then we'll give you this or we'll do this for yep. you or whatever. That's what happens. Absolutely. So what do we do with that information? Uh, to me, I'm just going to, okay, whatever. Yeah. Or somebody may really want to look more into it, and that's where the audience, if that if that interests your peak, go do some more research. Sure. Right? Find the truth. That's just, what we want people to do. Don't just take this on the surface for exactly. what it says. No. Mm -hmm. So uh, the funny thing about this is that apparently he was accused of exposing himself. During a massage, right? Uh, during a massage. Um, what was he exposing? The back? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> The front part. Oh, 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 oh. Okay. <laughs> so, so needless to say, they've come up with, you know how they've named everything after Watergate? Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like, which, the, everything, they, they, they start out with a word and they add gate on the end of it, which makes really no sense whatsoever. Right. Because Watergate was named after the Watergate Hotel. But right. But now everything is, is uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Russia gate right. or whatever gate, everything's gate. Well, this they're naming, now I'm going to be careful how I say this. <laughs> <laughs> Elon Gate. Elon Gate. Elon Gate. You need to make sure you have that pause in between those two words. Please. Otherwise, it can sound like something yeah. completely different, which I'm sure is what they, they, they mean for it to sound like. Exactly. Anyway, it's funny. It is funny. It is funny. <laughs> but also stupid in the same token, because what we're, right. this is no different than what they did with Trump. Right? It's, we know, we talked about just a few seconds ago or whenever, uh, you need to know the schemes of the enemy. Yeah. And that's what they do when they don't have a good argument or they don't present facts or they don't know the facts, they start on the personal attacks. And isn't that the true for you on a personal level? I mean, we're, I mean, I'm nobody. Yeah. But that same tactic is used in personal conversations, say over Facebook or, or in person, when they don't have anything to back up what they're saying, they tend to go to personal attacks. And that's how well, you know. Yeah. It's the schemes of the enemy. That's how they work. And they destroy you personally, just like they yep. tried. They, they came up with these kind of allegations against Tucker Carlson. Yes. Which, in my opinion, is, is one of the biggest patriots out there. Absolutely. He's actually putting out some good information. I love listening to yeah. the show. And uh, they did the same thing to Bill O'Reilly. They've yep. done the same thing to Trump. They, they did the same thing to all kinds of people that are right. conservative speakers that are... And you know what we have to do to fight that? We just not need to address it. Yeah. We just need to get people... Uh, when I'm talking with people on Facebook... Uh, okay, well, you didn't answer my question. Let's stick to the facts. Why can't you stick to the facts? And sometimes I ask people the question because they don't answer it like five times. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it shows, and it shows the, and my husband or people always say, why do you do that? Why do you do that? Because it shows the people who are reading the thread that this person cannot stay on point. Yeah. And if you can't stay on point, you've lost your argument, really. Yeah. 
It, it yeah. really has. If, if we're going to have a discussion on personal issues, then let's have a discussion on personal issues. If we're having a discussion on facts and law and which candidates voted for certain bills, well, let's just stick to the facts. Mm -hmm. And that's what the left does, and that's what they do all over the place. They did it with Kavanaugh. They did it with Trump. They did it with Elon Musk. And that's just for us to know the schemes of the enemy. Yeah, for sure. And it, What were we talking about during the break that I said we needed to talk about? Oh, the Democrat, the... Uh, uh, how the Democrat Party has been hijacked. Yes, yes. Okay, so I, I had a term in my monologue, which yes. I've actually surprisingly never heard anybody else use this term. Mm -hmm. We always have the term rhino that we use right. in why the don't Republican Party. Why don't you explain that? Because, you know, they're out on the campaign trail. Uh -huh. I'm finding that um, people don't even know what that means. So do you want to give a, yeah, a definition yeah. for what a rhino is? Yes. So first of all, it's not spelled R-H-I-N-O like the, like the animal with the big tusk in the front. Okay, it's, it's, not, we're not, it's not that. It's an acronym, and it's R-I-N-O. Okay. Okay, uh -huh. which that stands for Republican in name only. Okay. Now, I, I, I would imagine a lot of people probably don't know what that, what that acronym is. They just hear Rhino, and it's like they never really connect, right. made the connection. But that's what it means. So basically you've got, we're, we're referring to people like Mitt Romney, you know, Mittens, I call him Mittens. Uh -huh. It's like people like this or... or uh, uh, oh, wait, let's just do it. Uh, didn't the city council, Albuquerque City Council, just vote for $250,000 to be given to Planned Parenthood and two Republicans, I mean rhinos, rhinos, voted for that bill because under the Republican platform, we are pro what? Life. Yeah. yeah. And so these two rhinos, I think one was Trudy... I don't even remember because I don't live in Albuquerque, but you can Google it, audience. It's yeah. all over there. Two uh, Republicans voted to give your tax dollars to Planned Parenthood, and a lot of their business is abortion. So go look up the facts. Yeah. That is a rhino. Yeah, and those they people need to be voted out. Yes, they are mm -hmm. Republicans in name only. Yes, yes, like That's Meghan a McCain. She's a she's Oh, a rhino. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have a lot of rhinos in the state of New Mexico now, don't we? Yeah, we actually do. And how do you know they're rhinos? By how they vote That's for right. things. That's These city right. councilors absolutely are rhinos when you vote to give somebody else's tax dollars to go kill babies in the womb. Unbelievable. And if this doesn't get New Mexicans pissed off, I don't know what will. You need to go by what people do, do. not what they say. Exactly. A lot of people talk a good game, but then when you look and see what they actually do, it's something completely different. Yep. So, so I came up with this new term, dino, for okay. Democrats, okay? And that's Democrat in name only. Mm -hmm. And the reason I came up with that name is, and, and I mentioned this on my show last week, actually. We talked about this. Okay, how does a communist get elected into our country? How do they get elected to office? Okay, nobody, a communist has never been voted for. Okay, yes, there is a communist party out there and they, they put people up, I think, almost all the time. Mm -hmm. They never get any votes because nobody likes communism. So what these communists do is they, they will run as a Democrat. Now... And they take advantage of the fact that a lot of Democrat voters are low information voters mm -hmm. and they look at the ballot. They don't care about, they never do any research like you and I are saying, you need right. to ask questions and you need to do your own research. They don't do any research. 
they're low information, no information voters, and they see Democrat, okay, I'm voting for a Democrat because, darn it, uh, that is my heritage. I yep. vote for Democrats because I grew up in a Democrat family, yep. and my parents were Democrats, and my grandparents were Democrats, and it's like, I'm a Democrat. I was born a Democrat. I don't know how somebody's born a Democrat, but right. anyway, that's what they say. Yeah. And so they vote for the person with the D next to their name. They don't care about the fact that that person is a devout communist, straight-up communist, yep. and they have made that very, very clear. It doesn't matter because they haven't done any research. Right. And half the world, probably uh, half Americans, don't even know what communism is. No. Right? Really? It sounds really nice. Or socialism. Everybody socialism. is treated fair. Socially. We all get it's the like, same oh, things. Like, we all get yes, the same free yes. things. Yes, it's and very social. And it's like, yes, it's like kumbaya. Well, what's, like, a, yeah. what's the term? Um, a social democrat? Remember socialist, that? Democrat socialist. Yeah. That's right. ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, so tell me what, what is a dino? A, a, a Democrat in name only. Democrat in name but only. But what they really are is a communist. Communist. They're communists. And how do we know a communist? How, how can people spot out the communists? Well, if it walks like a communist and talks like a communist. I know, but if you don't even know what a communist is. See, this is what I'm getting with right. people's thinking. Yes, they don't even know there. what a communist is, so then they can't even point, to, they can't even no. think of what a dino is. No, they can't. And a dino is big government controlling everything in a nutshell. That's right. Right? That's right. Like what they're trying to do with the baby formula. The baby I, formula. Right? And so there's this supposed shortage Right? right? Supposed. But but then, you know, I saw actually on Facebook, somebody was in Mexico and they were in this warehouse. No, they were in a grocery store in Mexico and they were showing all the formula that is on the shelves in Mexico. Yeah. But Why? only uh, America has a shortage. Right. What the heck? We have a shortage, but hey, don't worry. We're sending pallets of baby formula to the to the border yep. and giving it away, giving it away yep. to illegal invaders. And you could probably just go 30 miles into Mexico and go to a store and buy they can buy it themselves. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? But you know what I was telling my husband this morning, the reason why they're doing that or fabricating this shortage. Now there is a shortage. I was in the store the other day and this mm -hmm. lady was looking for me, for formula and she didn't have any. So I understand there is none on the shelves. Yeah. But uh how did this shortage come about, and why is it coming about? Is it because... It's because of Putin. Uh, it, uh, it's all his fault, right? Yeah. <laughs> that it, yes. let's just, I mean, he did it for Russiagate. We might as well blame him for this, That's right? That's right, right. Putin's been behind right? all of this. But what yes. happens is when there's a crisis, the government likes to come in and swoop us off our feet and say, let me fix it for you. Uh -huh. That's what government does. So that's what they're doing with this. And then... But I also read that uh, Bill they, Gates... They create the, the, the yes. crisis and then they swoop in to fix it and they, they try to make themselves look like heroes. Like, and, oh, and, well, you know, yes. uh, Putin did this, but we're going to fix we're this. We're going to save the day yes. so you can be more dependent on us. And that's how democratic leadership works, mm -hmm. right? Because they need people to be dependent on the government so they... It's a cycle. Isn't, oh, yeah. that, isn't that why Lujan Grisham gave us $500? Yeah. Right? So you could be more dependent on government and vote those people in. It's a never-ending cycle. Well, and you know, the thing is, what they've done is they've ruined the state. They've not only ruined, they've not only destroyed businesses in this state over the past couple of years, because I've talked about this, like 40% of the small businesses are gone. Yes. People bankrupted, their yep. lives rose. But even worse than that of what they've done is they have ruined the people of New Mexico. And how? Because, how? <clears throat> okay. 
this is why, why I'm saying this. Yesterday, I was talking to a good friend of mine, my friend Leanne over at Shorty's uh, Barbecue. Uh-huh. Oh, over yes, Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah, she opened back up the other day. Oh, they were closed? They were closed for three months. She, she wanted to see what was going to happen. She had no idea. She thought that, you know, if this gets any worse, I'm just going to get out while I can. Oh. So she closed for the last three months, and she opened back up about a week ago. By the way, I told her I would plug her business. So we need to go to Shorty's. We need to go to Shorty's, but not even more than that. She needs workers. She's literally oh. running her and her daughter and, like, one other person. And the, because of this, because she can't find any employees, yep. she can only be open four days a week, and she's struggling at that. And this is so a byproduct like, of getting people dependent on, on welfare. Exactly. Getting people dependent yes. on government. Breaking people's spirit. Yes. Making them not want to work anymore. Yep. And that's what they've done. And And so... Yeah, I can tell you that she is a wonderful person yes. to work for. She's a Christian. It's, there's no better places. If you, want to, if you want a starter job, if you're a young person and you want a starter job, her pay is, is, is competitive for a, for a ground-level job. You can go there. You can get, you and, can and, get some experience. And you experience. know what we need to let people know is that work is so valuable, not just it for the... It makes you feel good to work and have a good Not just for the work. money. Right? Yeah. And not just for upward mobility and getting a house and buying things, but it's good for you as a person. And, and I think we always, we, we, we forget to let people know how good it is to work and have purpose. Yeah. The first job ever in the history was work. Who worked? Yeah. God worked. Yeah. He worked for seven days. Jesus himself was a carpenter. Exactly. And then Adam, he was put to what? to work yeah. and tend in the garden. Working is so very important. It gives you purpose, uh, you know, and, and it's, it's just vital. And what's happened is that when you don't allow people to work and make them work, they become lazy and they become dependent and they become ineffective. And that's what's happening with all these $500 stimulus checks and yeah. all these that our gover governor's giving to us. You know, it makes us dependent. It brings down our spirits. Mm -hmm. We become lazy people. Yeah, that's and you know, what we've seen. And you know, in the Bible, laziness is a sin. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But we're not teaching that at, at, at churches, are we? No. We're not teaching, tell people you should go get a job. There are so many people that I counsel that I say, you know, your 18-year-old should be working. <laughs> they yeah. should be working. Yeah, uh, yeah. Going to school or working. This governor has literally broken yes. the people of New Mexico. Absolutely. Broken them. In spirit. Yes. In spirit. And it's really not about money, but money is the crux of it. Uh, she's broken the spirit because this whole thing with the Elon Musk and the, and the baby, not Elon Musk, but the baby formula. Uh -huh. You know, I was telling my husband today, I said, that's what they want to do. They want to swoop us off our feet. They want to be our savior so we can be dependent and vote for the people who give us things. Did you know in the Bible, love is not about getting, it's about giving, mm -hmm. right? So, but we're so used to getting things from our government. We become lazy. And well, so we've heard that saying for years yeah. about Christmas, it's better to give than to right. receive. Giving things and helping people makes you feel good. Absolutely. You know what? Hold on, let me make a note here because I saw a really good movie the other day. Yeah. I actually fell asleep in little bits of it because I'm exhausted, but it was a really good movie. But let me finish my thought. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> because I'm all over the place. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, what were we talking about? <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what, talking, what was I talking about? We well, were talking about the value of work. Oh, the value yes. of work. Yes. And, well, no, I don't even remember. I well, lost you it. know, uh, let me tell you something <laughs> I'm thinking about then. You know, I was talking to my good friend Michael, Michael Eustace, which he's one of my uh -huh. advertisers too, and he's running for uh, city, uh, county uh -huh. commissioner. County commissioner. Good guy, by the way. Um, he does... Uh, 
construction work. Uh -huh. And I, I like doing construction work too. I've built room additions. I've done remodels. Yeah. I, rent, I, I flipped a house. I renovated a house that was falling apart and sold it and made it look like new. But one thing I can tell you about work, especially doing something like that and doing a job well, getting a job mm -hmm. well done, okay, it makes you feel good. You've accomplished something. It's like, at least for me, when I do something like that, or even when I do a radio show, and I, you know, I work really hard yes. several hours every week to put together an outline, and then I sit down here with a guest, and, and, we, and we do a really great show, and we have a great conversation. I listen back to it later on and say, wow, that really sounded good. And then I go out, and, and I have, like, the meeting I went to last night, I had people they're saying, I love your show, Rebecca. It's like, I love what Aww. you're doing. It's like, I, it's like, it's entertaining. It's informative. I love it. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's what I try to do. And it's like, so that makes you feel good. It, it gives finds you, purpose. It gives you a sense of purpose. Yeah. It's like, but sitting at, at home and watching Netflix and getting a check every day and doing nothing, you are, you feel worthless. And, and, and I like, can tell you and that. And it feeds on itself. Once you feel yes. worthless, it's hard to get out of that And I funk. can tell you as a biblical counselor, that is absolutely what happens when you can't find purpose and giving people money and not encouraging them to go work and not cutting off the welfare benefits after a certain amount of time. That's what happens. Yeah, it is. And that is the whole purpose, I believe, of the Democratic Party is to, because they are want big government. The Democratic Party now wants to have control of every aspect in your lives. And that's why with this baby shortage, the FDA now is coming to be our savior and they're coming to say they're going to save the nation from this baby shortage. That's how the government s sneaks into our lives. I think, I don't know for a fact, okay? I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. I, this is just my opinion sure. that this whole baby shortage was started with purpose. I think it was manufactured too. I manufactured agree. just like maybe COVID was, but I don't yeah. know that for sure. And I'm going to yeah. be upfront and let people know that, but it's my own spirit led because you know, Bill Gates, he, uh, he has an investment in a breast milk laboratory. Did you know that? No. There was a, I was reading an article that uh, he has an investment in a breast milk lab. So guess what I did? My daughter-in-law just had a beautiful, my fifth grandbaby. And I drove home, was driving home yesterday. And I'm thinking about this baby formula shortage for the show. Uh -huh. And I'm thinking, I told my husband, I need to call my daughter-in-law and tell her to start getting that breast monk milk going. That's right. Get it going. Get it going. <laughs> and she's not COVID vaccinated. Good. Because we, I think we're going to talk if we ever get on we're track. <laughs> I said she can she can sell it as as COVID vaccination free breast milk. No, I and love that, it. And that yeah. that could be a business. And you know why it's so special here in the United States? Because you couldn't do that in Mexico. Yeah. Because of the constitution that they have. Right now we still have a little bit of a freedom constitution to go start a breast milk feeding operation or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And I think we were talking earlier that that's really what we did in the old days. That we had wet nurses. Yeah. All well, over the nurses. world. We've forgotten that term, yeah. We've forgotten that. I haven't heard that, that term in years. Right, until I brought it up today, but <laughs> actually know. that's what happened. Honestly, I didn't know what it meant until you just <laughs> mentioned it. It's like, because I heard that term years and years ago, and it's like, I didn't even know what it meant. It's like, oh, now I know what it means. Yeah, okay. in the Bible, yeah. uh, when women couldn't nurse their babies or whatever, they would give it to the wet nurse. Okay. And it happened in China. It happened all over the world. So that's kind of normal, Yeah. right? Because why is that? Breast milk is the best for the babies. It is. It is, it is the it best is. for the babies. And so I'm thinking, I'm thinking, okay, wet nurse, pump, my daughter-in-law, make money. And that's the beauty of our of our constitution is we still can do that. Yeah. 
You can't do that in Mexico. I'm going to tell you, my husband's from Mexico. He was, he was born in the United States, but his family would travel back and forth to pick the crops. And he would constantly go back there, and, and he was uh, talking to a lady, uh, a cosmetologist lady. You know how you go down there? Uh-huh. And... Um, and uh, he was telling her, can you go start your own business? She had to get a license under somebody else. Huh. Because in Mexico, the government controls who can own a business. Oh, interesting. I didn't so, know that. So he was talking to this taxi driver, and the taxi driver, he's a driver. Uh-huh. Right. He doesn't own the business. He's okay. just working. Can I say pimp on the air? Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, like a pimp. Right. Because the the city councilman. He's pimping for the government, or who's he pimping for? For the government. For the government. Okay. See, because um, there's only like say five uh, taxi licenses available in this okay. one city. So if you're the the lead of the city, if you're the gov- the mayor or whatever the city, who are you going to give those five licenses to? Family. Yeah. Family. So hey, we're up against another break. So then these the smaller people cannot go advance up because it's nepotism and it's all corruption. And so this girl in New Mexico didn't mm. even know that. Wow. And, and in, in New Mexico, yeah. us little people can still go, my daughter-in-law can yeah. still go start a breastfeeding milk co- co- company. So let's, let's hold that thought. Okay. I'll try to remember. Yeah, try to remember. We'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Looking for hard-to-find used car or truck parts? Looking for honest general mechanics work at affordable prices? Call my friend Joe at Southwest Auto Recyclers. Serving New Mexico for 30 years, veteran-owned and operated at 4025 Broadway Boulevard, Southeast in Albuquerque. Call 505-877-3331. 505-877-3331. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214. Or on the web at Perkins Protection training.com here at agave builders we are a veteran family-owned company since 1993 if you have a small honey-do list or need a home built we can help you with that so call us at 505-385-6680 do you have a hard time getting in and out of your bathtub we are also a premier walk-in tub dealer we can help you with those aches and pains of getting in and out find us at agavebuildersnm.com We are also a VA-certified company that helps qualified veterans obtain grants through the VA and other nonprofits to repair or remodel their home. Find us at agavebuildersnm.com, look us up on Facebook, or call us, 505-385-6680. That's 505-385-6680. 
Ribs Barbecue in Cedar Crest, New Mexico believes all positive things derive from freedom, liberty, and choice. Ribs is the conduit for heroes just like you. Go to ribsbbq.com and find carnivore contraband to support the fight against the crony global elitist. Ribsbbq.com. just kind of makes you want to move, don't it? Welcome back to Freedom Speak. I'm your host, Becca Marie, and you are listening to Conservative Talk, ABQ, KDAZ, 96.9 FM, 700 AM, and listen from anywhere at conservativetalkabq.com. We've gotten off to, onto some really interesting topics here. You know, one thing, we were talking about the baby formula thing, mm -hmm. and I had noticed where apparently the FDA which they've become such a trusted source right. uh, over the past couple of years, has uh, apparently struck a deal with Abbott Laboratories, and they're going to get baby formula on the shelves. They're going to come to the rescue. Oh, what a savior. The FDA is going to save us. The same FDA, which has been pushing this experimental emergency use authorization so-called vaccination, which isn't a vaccination, that is killing people. Why, after all of this time, is it still under emergency use authorization? Mm -hmm. Shouldn't that make you question that? I mean, it should make you ask a lot of questions. Now, does it make you feel any comfortable, any more comfortable knowing that the FDA has approved that this uh, Abbott, Abbott Laboratories apparently now is safe? And they're going to get this formula back on the shelves, why didn't and you're they going just to feed use, it to your babies. Why didn't they just use the existing companies that were in play and encourage them to do some more produce pro product? Right. Why didn't they uh, see this coming, and why didn't they go ahead and bring in some of this formula from other countries? Uh, hey, we got a shortage here. Let's get my, it, let's keep the keep the keep it flowing. You but know? my question is: Have we ever had a baby formula shortage? That's a good question. Right? I mean, yeah. okay, we've been, formula has been on the market since I was a kid. I'm 53. So why is this the first time in the history of my lifetime do we have a baby shortage? See, this is the questions we need to ask. Right. And I'm why asking myself, why all of a sudden, yes. here we are in 2022, why, why is there a shortage? And, you know, they, we, we were talking about a while back about how we were having trouble getting all these container ships unloaded, stuff like that. But that has nothing to do with this because this baby formula is made in the United States. Right. So why is there a shortage of baby formula? Right. That's a really good question. Somebody should know. call some of those companies and ask them, did you stop production? Did somebody tell you to stop producing baby formula? Because let me tell you, governments, they do that. Yes, they do. They absolutely do. Isn't that what our governor or did? maybe this whole thing with Abbott, uh, with their manufacturing, maybe this whole scare about uh, the formula being unsafe, maybe that was manufactured well, to create a, sor a shortage. And so that one, one company benefits 
from... I'm just saying. I'm not saying this is factual. You I, I, and I are just kicking ideas back and but forth. But this is the we're part thinking. of asking questions. We're asking questions. We're thinking. That's right. Right? Really? And, I'm, I'm and, still stuck on 53 years right. in my lifetime. And why, why were alternative sources not, to, not pulled in? Why was it allowed to get to this level? Why? Why were the people allowed to suffer? That's the real question. Yeah. Because who's suffering? It's not Abbott. It's not the FDA. Right. Right? It's the it's the women. I like I said. I think I think I said it on the show earlier. I don't even remember. Um, uh, I was in the Albertsons the other day, and this lady was strolling this beautiful little baby in the stroller. And of course, you know, I talk to anybody and everybody. My husband. I could have never imagined. My that. husband's over there, like, come on, Green, we're in a hurry. But you know, you like I got, to talk to people, really? Right. Oh, I have to talk to this lady because yeah. not because of the formula, but just because of the stroller. And I just had a, a granddaughter, and and she tells me that yeah, there's no formula here. I just went to Walmart and there's no formula here, you know, and, and I, I, I didn't even really, that wasn't point of the conversation. She just yeah. happened to mention it. Um, but really, 53 years, I've never heard of a baby. Well, I've heard of a toilet paper shortage. That's right. And paper towels and right. then disinfectant wipes. Yeah. You know, so let's go back to those companies and ask them, did somebody tell you to stop production because I know for a fact that our governor, she bullied businesses to stay closed. And I remember when this whole first thing started uh, back in 2020, mm -hmm. she was um, threatening businesses that if they didn't close down or make people wear masks, she was going to shut off their water and their electricity. Oh yeah, you and I were over at the uh, numerous protests over at yes, Backstreet Grill. Absolutely. Uh, and and that's what they did. It's like ultimately it's like they couldn't figure out any other way to intimidate them, so then yes. they leaned on the public utility companies. Yep. And it's like everything about that was illegal and, this, and unconstitutional. Absolutely. And this yeah. baby shortage just stinks. Yeah. Just like the toilet paper. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. <laughs> it stinks, stinky, but, but we got to ask the questions. Really, people, yeah. call those companies um, and ask them why there's a shortage. And I bet you they're going to just give you the runaround. Of course they are. Of course they are. But come on, we can smell something's fishy, can't we? Well, to me, it's just basic capitalism here. It's like, why would exactly uh, why would a company that manufactures a product in which there's for a profit for profit that has a demand for their pro product, why wouldn't they up production or why why wouldn't they want to keep up? It's like, hey, it's like if I'm running a business and I'm selling a product and people are buying it like crazy, I'm going to keep making more of it, right? Now maybe Doesn't they don't have workers. Sense? Maybe they don't have workers. Yeah, because. Restaurants don't have workers. Right. So maybe they don't have workers. Because they scared the hell out of people. Uh, gee, I wonder who started... And they've made them lazy. I wonder who started the unemployment yeah. in this country, in this state. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Trickle down, trickle down, what do they call it? Trickle down... Trickle uh, down economics. There you go. Something yeah. like that. Right. I don't know. But it all starts at the top. And people need to understand that. Yeah. And I, I'm sure uh, that those companies were highly encouraged to slow production or maybe they didn't have enough workers to continue production. It just all sounds fishy. It does. It, it all totally smells does. like spoiled milk to me. Like spoiled milk. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. Oh, Ugh. And I drink a lot of milk and it's oh. like, oh, I smell, I, I, before I drink milk, I always smell it first and it's like, if it smells bad, you don't want to drink it. Yeah. And we can sit here and laugh, yeah. but you know, reality is, is that people suffer because of, because of people's own agendas and not looking out for, for children. Well, I've heard, and this I've is heard that some babies have literally died. Yeah. Because they haven't oh. received the nutrition they needed. And this is this is when you have big government. And isn't that part of the democratic platform, big government, to come and save you, take care of you? Big government does everything for you. Yeah, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Exactly. Yeah, and that's right. part of the democratic yeah. party. That's what they want. That's totally. why they're always trying to get more more agencies up there and every like PED. 
Let me just give an example for PED. Sure. Uh, Public Education Department in the state of New Mexico um, happened, uh, was formed under Bill Richardson. It wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like everything was okay before, but Richardson put put in um, uh, the PED, and so now you have the public education department dictating what all these little school districts, local school districts, can do, and that's what bigger government is. They don't it. It doesn't give the local people the voice on how they want to be governed. And now we're going over to who, our HOW. Right? That's right. And here we, we, we uh, all of us on the conservative Republican side want less government, less government, smaller government. And here, Biden administration wants to give our national sovereignty over to who? Who? The who. The who? Who? <laughs> who? who? The who? <laughs> wants so, to give it to who? I know. Yeah, that's who. That's who, right? So it's why don't kinda, we... It's kind of like that thing where they're talking about the baseball players. Who's on who's Yeah, on there first. you go. Who and who's who? Who, who? But, but okay, so why don't we... Can we start talking about that? Sure, because I can. think that's I think that's real no, important. I think that's very good. So there is this um, proposal mm-hmm. that the Biden regime. I there like you go. I like using the term the regime. There you go, regime. It, it sounds like something from an ev- evil communist government. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I go with that. Anyway, I, I, this whole thing it's called a this article. Well, actually, this proposal from the Biden regime says strengthening who preparedness for and response to health emergencies. Mm-hmm. Propos- proposal for amendments to the International Health Regulations 2005. Mm-hmm. So this is a uh, document which I read the entire thing. I often do this because I like to read things myself. Mm-hmm. And I read the entire thing cover to cover and I just highlighted some things that caught my attention. Now, one thing that caught my attention in this proposal a lot, and I've talked about this before when I've been talking about the U.S. Constitution, I've been talking about the word shall, Mm -hmm. okay? A lot of people do not understand what the word shall means uh, in reference to, say, the Constitution Mm -hmm. or or government documents or whatever. Okay, shall doesn't mean that, oh, well, yeah, maybe I'll do it, maybe I won't. No, the word shall means that it will be done without exception. You know, that's it. Okay, it's a it's a, an order. Okay, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> I read this entire article and I found the word "shall" just all over the place in this article. For starters, that's the first thing I noticed. Now, on the surface, unless you really, really read this thing thoroughly, you're going to say, "Oh." And, and I bet the government's probably going to try to put this bias too. Oh, well, this is simply about information sharing. Mm-hmm. It's about information sharing with other governments around the country. Now, in this article, it will, re- it will refer to state parties. Okay, states. That means governments. That means foreign governments. Yep. Um, our, our U.S. government is a considered a state party. Uh, and just like other governments like China or, or whatever. So... That is mentioned, the word states is used in here a lot, and the word shall, and it's talking mm-hmm. about information sharing, and it's talking about uh, how the, the WHO, if they're provided with uh, health information from like one member state, mm-hmm. then they, they shall share it with all other states that are mm-hmm. part of this organization. Now, the part that I found rather and and this guy's name the who director general i don't even know if i can i can say this guy's name it's tedros 
Adhanom, and boy, this last last name is tough. G Gibrazius or something like that. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe you can look it up. Maybe you know how to pronounce it. I don't know. Anyway, so they're talking about strengthening the ability of the WHO and member states to prevent, detect, and respond to future public health emergencies and of international concern. Okay, so it's the response part you need to be worried about, in my opinion. Hmm. And so... Exactly what does that response include? Well, I'm looking here that, uh, let's see, one thing here. Uh, shall, upon the request of a state party, a country, a, state, a, a government of a foreign country or our government, provide or facilitate technical support and assist in mobilization of financial resources to develop, strengthen, and maintain such capacities. So shall upon request of a state party. That means they will do it. Um, shall notify the who. I'm just reading some of these things I see. Um, and then it's talking about government, or it's like international agencies, which some of these I didn't even know existed. Atomic Energy Agency, the Food and Agriculture Organization, the World Organization for Animal Health, the UN Environment Program, um, Let's see, let me see something here that uh, caught my attention, especially, okay, here's one. The WHO receives information of an event that may constitute a public health emergency or international concern. It shall offer within 24 hours to collaborate with state party concerned in assessing the potential for international disease spread, possible interference with international traffic and the adequacy of control measures. So they're talking about control measures here. And they're talking about traveling hmm. and uh, the control measures and about mobilizing international assistance. Hmm. So <clears throat> the question is, and we've seen over the past couple of years how our government, they take these so-called CDC recommendations and look at them like law and they impose these CDC recommendations. Mm -hmm. Well, it looks like to me, like they're looking to expand this to like the international community. Let's say uh, a, a country like China is part of the WHO. Mm -hmm. Now, look at what China is doing to their people. They're locking them in their high rises. They're welding the doors shut. They're yep. not allowing them to have food. These people are screaming. It sounds yep. like it sounds like they're chasing them down the streets. Chasing them down the yeah. streets. Uh, they're dragging them away. Um, the screaming in the city sounds like yep. uh, what uh, what hell might sound like if you ever got thrown into the pits of fire. Yep. Uh, I mean, it sounds like that. And communist countries like this under this would have a say-so over what we do in this country. So there's a lot of people out there talking about the threat to sovereignty. Mm -hmm. And, yep. you know, they're real subtle in this thing. But like I said, you need to look at what the government has done to us over the past couple of years, all based on recommendations. Yep. Okay? Only this would expand this to recommendations of mm. foreign states. China, one of them. 
Well, China would recommend that you be locked in your house and the door be padlocked and you not be allowed out. It's like, yep. oh, yeah, okay, we'll go with that recommendation. Yeah. So this is yep. what you really need to be concerned about. Um, any comments? I just don't think people understand the um, the uh, the the severity of what is actually going on. And I think we don't understand because we think it's over there in another country or it's happening way over there. You know, when I, when I was first started teaching Bible study, I thought my enemy was the one in Afghanistan who shot my son. Yeah. Over there. Over it's there. not here, it's over there. And what I finally realized that over there is gonna eventually affect me here. Mm -hmm. And I don't think people really understand that. So I was talking to my husband this morning about this whole thing with national sovereignty. And it's, it's our job, I think, especially as a Bible teacher, to, to make things from the Bible relevant. So how can we make this issue kind of seem relevant for people today? And the only thing I could think of was oh, my house, your home, you have homes, Sovereignty. You decide what goes on in your home, what furniture you buy, how big you want it, uh, what food you're going to eat. Uh, you get to decide that. Now, say, for instance, we had neighbor sovereignty, and your neighbor could come and tell you what you could do in your house. Would you like that? Good analogy. Would you yes. like that? Mm -mm. So what makes us think that it is good for all of us Americans for another organization who has really liberal leaning ideas in the first place, mm -hmm. is good for them to dictate what we can do with health care. See, and I think this is the difference from the Republican platform and the Democratic platform. The Democratic platform is let's get more government. Now it's not even just national government, but a world organization telling us what you can do in Albuquerque, New Mexico, telling you what you can do with your health in Florida. And here we are as the Republicans saying it is local control. You decide for yourself what is best for you in all areas, in schools and with your health. And I think people need to understand that, that here you're going to have somebody deciding what is best for you and your family that lives across the ocean. Come on, people. Does that make any kind of sense to you? I don't want somebody in Los Lunes telling me how to run my household. No. Or my, or my acre of land that I have in Rio Rancho. I don't want somebody in Los Lunas. I don't want somebody in Bernalillo County. I don't want somebody in Nebraska. I don't want somebody in Afghanistan telling me what to do in my own little area of my little world that I get to have home sovereignty at. Well, there was another thing where they are talking about a while back about uh, some kind of international uh, organization dictating to us whether or not we can have a firearm. It's like, Correct. sorry. Exactly. You know. And you know what? I was telling uh, a veteran the other day, we were talking, and uh, he was saying, oh, yeah, we're going to have World War something, and they're going to come over here. And I said, you know what? You need to remember, World War II, after Japan invaded Pearl Harbor, you know what their response was, to, was what the Japanese response was into coming onto American soil? You know what they said, these Japanese? Behind every single blade of grass is an American with a gun. Absolutely. We are not doing that. Right. We are not doing that. So now we're setting up the stage for who to come and tell us about health care. What's next? As Afga uh, an Afghanistan organization telling us about arms? I mean, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. You let the, if you let this go. Absolutely. You let them take an inch, they're going to take a mile. We know. We've seen that. We've seen, you know, that's no longer just a conspiracy theory. We have seen over the past couple years how if they take an inch, they will take Absolutely. a mile. And it's like if this gets out of control... 
uh, who knows? We and, may and have UN uh, government uh, international police on the ground yes. in the United States of and, America. And it may sound so wonderful, people, mm -hmm. but really it's not. Look at your history. When you get big government in control of things, it's a disaster for the people. Mm -hmm. Like what country? Venezuela. Yeah. Does anybody know what's going on in Venezuela that has been going on for years that snuck up upon them? Uh, having free health care was sold as such a good thing. And then what happened? They are looking for food. People can't get chemotherapy because you know what? There's not enough. And the higher elites, all the government is taking everything for themselves. That is socialism. That's communism. But they sell it as everybody's going to be getting free things. Of course. And here we are today in and America. And nothing is free. And nothing, nothing is, free. is free. But you know what? People have bashed people that make money for so long. Uh, we're brainwashed. Yeah. We are brainwashed because we don't know history. I mean, in our schools have been totally indoctrinated with false history. We don't even know the truth of the history going on in the world. And here we are. We're just like, we're, we are on the path to be like everybody else. Venezuela, we are on that path because we don't want to stay informed. We don't want to ask questions. And all of us who eyes are open, we know a little bit of history. We see the writing on the wall, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. So I wanted to, a couple more little things I pointed, I, I found in here. There's a, a one sentence that says scientific, mentioned scientific principles as well as available scientific evidence and other relevant information. But then there's another place in here where they mention the word consensus. And I've talked mm -hmm. about this on previous shows where I've talked about that real science has been replaced by consensus mm. in which you get a bunch of people together just like they you get a bunch of people together and they've agreed on climate change and so therefore they say it is science because all well, we, we talked about it and it's our opinions and all of our opinions match up when we agree on it. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? yeah, but where's the evidence? Okay, no real evidence. Just like the thing with the mask and, and all this other stuff and, and, and the statement that they make in which, oh, the vaccine is safe and effective. Well, no, it's not. There's plenty of evidence that proves it's not. Yes. And, it's like, and, they, and then they mention, they, they mention here international health response. Here's a really good one here. This is the one I like the best. And this is where, this is where it comes in, in the enforcement area, which is something you should be concerned about. And this is even underlined. It says the state party shall, means you will do it, mm -hmm. you will accept or reject such an offer of assistance within 48 hours and in the case of rejection, okay, let's say, oh, well, they're going to they're gonna say that you will accept or reject this offer. Sure, you will give us an answer, okay? In the case of rejection of such an offer, you shall, which, which means you will, mm -hmm. you will provide to the who its rational, uh, a rationale for your rejection. In other words, if you're going to say no to us, you better have a darn good reason. And if you don't have a darn good reason, well, then what? Then what if you don't have a good reason? What if you just say, well, no, I don't want to do that. Our country is sovereign and it's against our constitution. And no, we're not going to do this to our citizens. Why should you have to explain that? Why can't you just say, because I said so? Yeah. Because that's, that's all a part. That's the that's, part that really concerns and me. And that's the part of taking the power away from we, the people. Yeah. That is the, the nutshell. And what I think we need to get people to understand is what is sovereignty? Right, because I don't think people understand what is what is national sovereignty. Okay, uh, it, uh, it is the supreme, absolute, and uncontrollable power by which an independent state, the United States, is governed. 
is governed and from which all specific political powers are derived. National sovereignty means that each country has the right to do whatever they deem necessary for their people. That's right. Now, you're going to give another organization that power over the United States? Yeah. That, like, makes no sense to me. We will have no national sovereignty. No. Right? Right now, uh, other countries have national sovereignty to protect their border. And where's, where's the United States? Right, exactly. Hey, hold that thought, Corrine. Okay. We're at the end of the second hour. <laughs> we're at the end of the second hour. We'll be right back, and we're going to talk. we got still a lot to talk about.